You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 429. So here we go again. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Everyone to the MyMac.com podcast. This is number 429, as you just heard Gaz say, and I know it was Gaz because I asked him to say it. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing this week, Gaz? Uh, I'm all right, thank you. Uh, very busy week, but uh, yeah, pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. I, I think I had two games this weekend, Saturday, uh, under 18s, and this morning, under 16. Uh, had two minute silence, as is our want. On, I think you call it Veterans Day, don't you? Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, and obviously the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month uh, doesn't always fall on the Sunday. It did today. And I think there were about 150 rugby players and we all uh, basically came to one pitch, stopped. I believe my whistle, everybody went silent for two minutes. So it was very good. Very well respected. Yes. And, you know, and the weird thing is... Um it used to be called Armistice Day here in the States because it was mm, celebrating that's right. the end of World War One, And somehow or another along the way, it got turned into Veterans Day. So well, anyway, if well, you're a veteran. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if you're a veteran, you know, thank you for your service to whatever country it is that you served in or for. And uh, Guy and Gaz salute you. Salute! Uh. Anyway, um... Any, well, how's, how's the new job going? Uh, two weeks in, and I'm still feeling uh, like, basically, I'm a complete and utter novice. Um, but no, it's getting better. It's getting better. Starting to uh, uh, get to grips with some of the processes. Um, and yeah, it's, it's good. Lots of induction still. But uh, everybody's really nice. Everybody's really helpful. And uh, yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's going well. Yep. Um, well, we've. this has been... <laughs> A, a very odd week uh, for me, some of which we will talk about, some of which we won't talk about. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've, I've talked to Gaz about a little bit of it, uh, and that's some of the stuff we won't talk about. But the, the one thing I did <laughs> want to talk about was that um, because of some, some financial changes in, in uh, my family very recently, it looks like I won't be going to Macworld unless uh, we end up getting a sponsor. Ugh. Yeah, and that would suck because this would be like the first one I've missed in like I think six years, seven years, something like that. So if uh, if you belong to a company that for whatever reason listens to the MyMac.com podcast, for a very reasonable price, you could sponsor me to go to the Macworld Expo and you get all kinds of benefits because we'll be doing... Of course, there'll be the three or four podcasts that lead up to the Macworld Expo, as well as uh, most likely at least one podcast a day while we're there at the Expo. And, you know, whatever company is willing to sponsor me for the podcast will be, you know, front and center for all of those all of those various podcasts. And, and, all, and, and all, all I can say to anybody who's listening to this, guys are big front and center. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I do have a tendency to take up some room. I, I I've seen him. I've seen. I've not seen him in real life, but I've, I've seen video. 
he's yeah. You know, and the weird thing is, uh, there was I, w- I was doing an interview with a company. I'm not going to mention their names, but they they do some stuff that's related to iTunes. And uh, the the girl that was there that I was interviewing was so short that I had to like s- spread my legs way out. Almost, I was almost on my knees so that I could be more or less, you know, face to face with this girl just because I was so towering over her, but it was still fun, you know, but it it probably, it probably looked really, really weird for passerbys that, uh, that saw me doing that particular interview. (laughs) Uh, also my time, my time machine, uh, drive failed, but now I'm I'm starting to wonder if it actually was the drive and maybe uh the hub that I was using because I just plugged right. in I plugged in a three terabyte uh Seagate that I just bought for about hundred and thirty bucks and I got the same error message. Oh could it be it, then. Yeah, could it is be. a Seagate, so have you have you so have you tried connecting directly? Uh not yet, because then I had to start getting ready for the podcast. Right, right. Well, and, I'll be and, next uh port of call, won't it? Yeah, yeah. Once the podcast is over, I'll uh, I'll take it off the hub and because I I think I have at least one USB port on the back of of this Mac Pro that uh, that I can connect up with. Oh, actually, speaking of Mac Pros, uh, I I may have a line on a replacement at a very reasonable price Ooh. for the Mac Pro that I currently have, and it should be. From what the guy was telling me, and from what I read from his ad, it's a a two point eight uh, quad core. I'm sorry, two two point eight dual core Xeons. Which, from what I was able to find out by going to the and this is a great site. It's um, everymac.com. Uh, that is, it's either a three point one or a four point one Mac Pro, and either one of those. Will get me to Mountain Lion, and he's asking Excellent. like five hundred and fifty dollars for it. Nice, which, yeah. Nice. Which just sounds. Blew my I thought mind. you were going to say that um, you were going to get a, a two point eight liter uh, Ford Sierra Cosworth. Oh well, you know, if I could podcast on that, sure. <laughs> no, you can't. Oh, um, damn. <laughs> well, my, you, you do you remember my Finder issues that I had a few weeks ago? Oh yeah. Um, you know, I had a bit of a. Um, uh, an issue, and then I, hey, I was now, you're not some... using you're not using any like finder utilities or anything. This is the straight. No, no, no. This Apple is straight finder. finder. Okay. And I was getting some error messages um, from Finder, and one of them they kind of fixed themselves. Well, one of them fixed itself when I, I found you know to get rid of some Google application stuff. Yeah. Um, but I was, uh, I've been shocker. constantly getting um, only on my user account, but I've been constantly getting a uh, uh, a pop up. Giving me a finder error message for well a few weeks now, and it's 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 not nagging. I just close the window down, and it's not seemingly stopped me from doing anything. Well, so I hadn't really gotten around to actually fixing it. Well, about I suppose it was the back end of last week, um, and possibly through this week, the machine stayed on overnight a couple of times. I normally shut it down, but sure. you know, just just for you know energy saving reasons and because you know i'm an ex windows guy and he kind of did that sort of thing um <laughs> anyway it, it's been, it stayed on for a couple of nights and all of a sudden when i signed into my user account the, the messages had disappeared so obviously there was some utility running in the background one of the either the weekly monthly or um uh no so oh, there's an yeah 
it's a daily, weekly, and monthly script which runs, which I sometimes used to run in in uh, Onyx. However, it, it's gone. So, it, and also, not only is it gone, but my machine seems to be now using, utilizing that sixteen gigabytes of RAM much more. Um, than when I first fitted it, it seems. So I'm just wondering, maybe it's because I haven't done any clearing of caches recently and, you know, I've been leaving the machine to sort itself out. So, yeah, things seem to be getting quick on this machine. I'm, I'm, I still haven't gone to Mountain Line yet uh, because I really wanted to get those other things fixed. Right, um, taken care of. Yeah, taken care of, but it seems to have fixed it itself. So I've got a feeling that soon I shall be uh, finally... You know, doing the dirty deed and finally getting into mountain line because everybody says you, you know just got to do it, Gary. It's 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 the best thing since sliced bread. Well, at least since lion, at least. <laughs> well, I know that if you know if people are having uh, problems with their computer, that Onyx is is definitely one of the utilities that they should run. It, it is, it is, Guy. But sometimes I wonder whether actually you've got to refine. Um, how you use Onyx slightly, um, because a lot of times the machine actually c- caches a lot of the things that you do on a regular basis. And if you clear those caches, it w- won't actually clear up the machine and clean up the machine. Well, it will clean up the machine, but what it could also do is actually slow your machine down. I think yeah, a lot of people don't realize that. Yeah, all the stuff that uh, – well, but at the same time, you know, if, if you shut your machine down every night, then – uh, when you boot it back up, those caches, some of those caches are, are, aren't going to be there anyway, or aren't going to be there. Wow. I am so tired. I'm so sorry. Yes. Some of those caches are going to be cleared out anyway, when you reboot your machine. Yeah. So, yeah. but if you run Onyx just before you shut it down at the, at the end of the night, to kind of force it to do the things that it normally would have done by itself on its, you know, daily, weekly, monthly schedule, then yeah, yeah, you should be okay. You know, it it it'll take care of the things that the machine would have done naturally if you had left it on for like a solid month. Yeah. Well, I, I, so I'm. I think I might just go through a process of uh, just signing out and leaving it on for a little while and see. Uh, See, uh, see how that goes. See if it makes it even quicker, and uh, we'll take it from there. But uh, yeah, well, it's, it's very, di- it's very, diffi- it's very difficult to get out of a routine of shutting down. So yeah, yeah. Well, the, the Mac Pro that I have is always on because that's the main machine that has the iTunes account. So yeah, yeah. You see, my my Mac, uh, the Mac Mini media server is the one that's got uh, access to all of the media, and the one with the iTunes account, which we all you know use. So. Uh, and that's, that's why this that's why this one shuts down. I think. Yeah, you know, and again, this goes back to I'm hoping at some point Apple will allow iTunes content to be accessed through like an Apple TV or your iPad or your iPhone without well, having to have without, a main yeah, computer. Yeah, that. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. They might get there. They might get there. We'll have to see. Anyway, yeah. should we jump over to the MyMac.com website and just whip through those articles? They need a good whipping. I would say, thank you. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> um, Alt Photo for iPhone, which is a review from Bert Clanchard. Uh, Alien Bert. Skin Software makes a number of fine photography applications. Alt Photo is their first iOS app. It lets you alter and filter your photos in a variety of n- nostalgic ways. 
Old photo is fun. It's simple, inexpensive. F- I'll say that again. Inexpensive photo <laughs> modifier that, like many others, converts your images by filtering them into 36 modes or moods, I should say. Um, there are a what, series. What, what, mood, what mood are they in when, when they're not happy? Is that like an unhappy uh, mood? Mm, it's sad face. Oh. That's that's black and white with a bit that's of you a sad know, photo. Yeah, <laughs> uh, there are a, there are a series of before and after examples in the review. Kurt, because you know, obviously his name's not Bert, Bert. Clanchard. Um, Kurt ends <laughs> by saying, "This ain't fine art. It's good, just good, clean fun." So you have to go and read the rest of the article to see all the details, and he gives it. Uh, a very respectable 8 out of 10 MyMap rating. And next up is a review by Nam Segri, the lower pro highly rated camera and iPad packs. Uh, he reviews the Passport Sling 2, Urban Photo Sling, and the Flipside 500AW. If you, st- if you still take pictures with something that weighs more than and is almost as large as a box of Cheerios, any one of these excellent lo- ah, lower pro bags will quickly become your best friend. MyMac.com review rating for the Passport Sling 2 and the Urban Photo Sling, 9 out of 10. But Sam gives the 500AW a solid 10 and says, well done, lower pro. And I was actually looking at some of these because uh, two of these bags, at least two of them, actually have like a little iPad sleeve. So yes. we're already starting to see accessories yes. that will allow you to do things with professional photography or at least allow you to, to carry that stuff with you that you can do through iOS. And and this is only going to accelerate as, as time goes on and, and iOS becomes more mature. Okay, Sporty's heads-up device for performance athletes. Can I just repeat that? Sporty's sure. heads-up device for for performance athletes. Review from John Nemoroski. <laughs> you can see, I was a bit confused here um, with John doing this review because I said, I thought this was for high performance athletes. <laughs> Sorry, well, John, I'm only that's, joking. We're yeah, only that's not, joking. That's not, that's not John or anybody else on the website that I'm aware of. <laughs> Okay, well, John, when John was offered the opportunity to test his product, he was very excited. I think he perhaps thought he could go out and get fit. Oh, that's just me <laughs> commenting. Sorry, John. Uh, images from movies like Top Gun and Minority Report flooded his brain. HUD is probably the most associated with the text and image data that a fighter pilot sees projected onto the visor of his helmet. At a price of $149, his fantasy expectations were ridiculously inflated. When he was finally able to try out the product, John was impressed and gave it quite a high rating of 7 out of 10. Yeah, you know, if you're... But again, it comes down to... If you're driving a car... You know, and, or, or 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 doing anything that has the the possibility for you know mayhem, then the last thing you should be is distracted. And you know, I, I can see so many things wrong. I can assure, I can assure you. I bet there is a um, a bit of very small script on the box that says "Do not wear while operating heavy machinery." <laughs> Uh, last up this week is Tech Fan Podcast 98. He's out there almost up to 100. 
and that's Purged is the name of the episode. Tim and David return to discuss civility, and I'm kind of that kind of blows my mind right there. Uh, freedom of speech, the iPad Mini, and a whole lot more. All on Tech Fan Podcast number ninety-eight. Purged. Yeah, yeah, I I, I did listen to that one actually, uh, and it's I haven't with, had a chance to listen to it yet. Uh, yeah, they, they they note a review that they received. After our little oh. exploits on this, yes, and it was quite yeah. interesting. Yeah, I saw um, I saw that review, and it was kind of like, "Wow, yeah. really, dude?" Yeah. The, the, yeah uh, anyway, oh, and speaking of John, uh, one other thing which that, we weren't, that, which well, we were speaking about him prior to the tech fan <laughs> thing. Oh, catch up with <laughs> or maybe it, guy. it's because maybe it's because we were talking about civility, and John uh, yeah. is. Everything, including civil. So okay. that's that's the whole jump in to with both feet. Get a move on. Oh, okay, I'm going to move on with it now. Uh, John had asked us to mention that MyMac.com is currently looking for writers for the website. And uh, you can you can join the, uh, the, the crazy and wacky zany MyMac crew. Basically, just by sending a sample of your work to uh, either you know Tim or John over at mymac.com, and there's all kinds of ways to uh, to contact them there. I think it's uh, Nemo at mymac.com and Tim at, at mymac.com or publisher. Sorry, publisher at mymac.com, and uh, see. Let's see if we can get you on board. Do I mean, it. That's yeah, yeah. You just wrote your first article. I did, yes, yeah. I'm, yeah I've got you, to do a second one as well now. You, you've been doing, you've been doing the podcast now for what over two years. Yeah, well, well just getting yeah, more, around probably, first probably more than that, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I need to go back and look because it was two eighty three or two eighty four was the first one that you and I did together. Yeah, two eighty four, I think it was. Yeah, here we are at uh, four twenty nine, which means we're yeah, but seven, hey, seventy one episodes away from our five hundredth episode. Do, do, <laughs> Mark it on just, your calendar. <laughs> just uh, you know, just because I did a podcast doesn't mean I have to write. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. And and the odd thing is, since I've started podcasting, uh, the the number of articles that I've written at mymac dot com has gone way down, which is oh, which kind of makes me sad because I I love to write. I, I didn't say I love to write well. I just love to write. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, we got some feedback from Twitter. Uh, Timothy Gregoire tweeted a picture um, say, which and uh, on the tweet he said, uh, and the fun begins. Uh, the picture was of him loading Windows. Uh, and, and it was and, Windows XP. Yeah and, I, yeah, and I think Guy replied under the Guy and Gaz Twitter feed, uh, I think you have a different definition of fun. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, from our, our uh, good friend James Turner, he says, Yay, lol, had me in stitches again, just with the intro to 428. <laughs> yeah, it's got a normal intro this week, James. Um, yeah, sorry. And also from James, he said, uh, because we mentioned him, or you mentioned him about getting a wooty, and he said, "I got a wooty. <laughs> Where did you send it, guy? It's not here." Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then uh, I did. I then, did screw up. <laughs> I, I, I can verify because I thought you, I thought you meant someone else. But anyway, um, I, I was going to say, well, James, I think uh, guy messed up on the names. He didn't mean to give him a wooty. Anyway, what does James deserve a wooty for? But now you've actually. <laughs> you got, 
But now you've got an incentive one, I think, haven't you? Well, well, I, I tried, but I, I actually, uh, you know, if you haven't, could you like Skype it over to me? Because I, I don't have his actual email address. I've got his, you okay. know, his, his Twitter address okay. and all that. But, you know, don't worry I'll, about it right now. I'll because I've got one made for him. Because he he was he did guest on the show, and anyone who yeah. guests on yeah. the show yeah. is they is they can get a Woody. So yeah. I have one made for him. I just don't know how to send it to him. Okay, well, I'll sort yep. you out on that. Don't worry. <laughs> and uh, from how about that for efficiency, I've already done it. Yeah, from Fitz John Baptiste, listening to my Mac podcast four twenty eight. Be careful; they won't remember your name. <laughs> <laughs> that almost that almost sounds like a bumper. Too important to remember your name. The yeah. G Men at the MyMac.com podcast. No, I think it's too unimportant to remember your name. I think it'll be yeah. another thing. Anyway, thanks to John Baptiste, uh, even after Guy forgot his name, because he gave us <laughs> a follow Friday on Twitter. Uh, he also gave it to Mark Greentree, uh, Pocket Podcast, which is Scott, uh, big in uh, VA. Uh, and yeah, that's uh, Kevin Alder. Yeah, and and highlighted the Stoplight Network, uh, also obviously indicating us to Guy and Gaz. Great podcasters, he said. Well, thank you very much. I'm not so sure that we're great podcasters, but we enjoy doing it. <laughs> yeah, great, great is a relative term. And actually, <laughs> speaking of Big and VA, Kevin Alder, uh, we got some audio feedback from him. Cool. We, we did. And I'll, we did. I'll, I'll just play it now. <clears throat> okay, Guy and Gaz. I'm listening to you all right now and hearing you talk about your brother, Larry, being the only one that can drive and call at the same time. Well, fear not. This is Kevin Alder. I'm the co-host over on the Geekiest Show Ever on the Stoplight Network. And I'm hurtling down the road at, well, let's say well in excess of the legal speed limit <laughs> at the moment, which is 55. And I'm able to call you 58. and talk to you. And hopefully not kill anybody in the process. Keep up the great work on the show, guys. Bye. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Kevin. Appreciate it. Do you know, I thought you, what I thought you was going to do then was put in one of your crashy sounds. Just I actually, I actually don't have, I don't have a, I don't think I have a car crash sound. Any crash would have done, good guy. Come on, get you know, think uh, about it. Let's see. <laughs> it's too late How now. About, no, it's no, no, no. Here's Kevin. Here's Kevin driving down the road. There he goes. Uh oh. <laughs> anyway, I do like that one. That does make me laugh. That one. Oh, I've got oh, because because I, because the, the reason it makes me laugh is rather silly, isn't it? It is. It is. There he goes again. Oh no! Ah! Oh. Oh. Sorry about that, Kevin. We've got another one, apparently. Yeah, somebody else was, was crazy enough to, to give us a call and, and actually use their real voice, and, and here he is. Okay, G-Men, this is Paul from Catalina. Hi, Paul. And I'm hurtling down our, uh, at <laughs> 20 miles an hour, down our uh, area here. So I, I am I'm, calling I'm to say hi, right? and thank you so very much for being there and entertaining us with information and everything. So this time I won't say to get. Anyway, have a good day and have a good G-Men day. 
Thanks, Paul. I've got I've got a feeling there's going to be some litigation going on if we're not careful. (laughs) So just just to you know make it quite clear, do not call us while you're driving, (laughs) or or at least while you're hurtling down the highway. We don't want to be responsible for any accidents. (laughs) (laughs) But do call us, you know, even if you're doing ninety-five. Yeah, I don't care. Pull over and call us. No, no, no. They can can just go as fast as they possibly can, concentrate completely on the call to the G-Men without paying the slightest bit of attention to anything else that's going on. That's what they should do. Oh, dear. Reminds me an episode of uh, Top Gear, to be honest with you. Okay. Now, um, phobie of word of the day lives on for one more week at least as we were actually tweeted a phobie word of the day from Mike McPeak. Okay. Now, the, now I don't know if you saw this guy, whether you had a look at it. I, but well, the word, I, did, I did not look it up. I did not look it up. Did you not? Okay. No, well, the word, I never do. The, the, I never do. The word is lutrophobia. Now, we actually got three alternatives for this as well, um, which is it's either a fear of otters, a fear of fish, or a fear of... Of snakes. I think I actually know this one. And you do? I think I do. And I tell I you what, a, if you I think do it's a know fear it, of fish. A fear of fish. Yes. Mm. Well, okay. Well, you, you've come back to the old way of expectations, I've got to say. <laughs> or a fear because, of lutras. Uh, <laughs> which could be a fish. <laughs> it could be a fish. Uh, but, okay, uh, well, what is it? Is it fear well, of it snakes? Is, did I blow it again (laughs) Um, a fear of fish is itchy phobia that's that's quite a good one actually itchy itchy phobia I think it is itchy phobia which would kind of match a certain medical condition that I'm dealing with but never mind (laughs) and a fear of of snakes (laughs) if I think is ophidophobia ophidophobia anyway this if you can, if you can work out from that, is obviously a fear of otters. How could you have a fear of otters? They are so well, friggin' cute. Well, <laughs> well, perhaps you've got a fear of them being too cute. Ah, well, wouldn't that be like cutophobia or something really weird like well, that? Well, that's too, that's that's too obvious, though. Then, isn't it? Let's uh, be honest. Let's be yeah, yeah. It, because God knows I shouldn't have anything in my life that's obvious. <laughs> now I uh. threw I threw a uh, a bit of a tech uh, news of the weird in, and I don't know whether you've had a chance to look at this, but apparently World of War Warcraft, which I've got to be honest with you, I've heard less and less of very recently. I mean, it was it was the game. Everybody was playing it, and you were dead to everybody else if you weren't playing it. Um, but apparently, pandas are now helping to boost Activision, who I think are the developers of World of Warcrafts. Uh, uh, pandas are actually helping them boost their profits. Um, there's been a revival in the number of World of Warcraft subscribers, um, which has boosted the video games firm Activision's fortunes. Apparently, it posted $226 million net profit uh, for the July to September quarter, which is pretty good, which is 53% up on the previous year. It said more than 10 million people were now playing 
uh, or paying to play uh, World of Warcraft following the release of a panda-themed expansion pack. Oh, oh! so this is actually like a, a, a panda theme. I was sitting there thinking that they're slaughtering pandas <laughs> to get people to play World of Warcraft. And I'm sorry, Gaz. I just cannot, cannot, I will not go along with, with slaughtering pandas for video games. Now, for tasty sandwiches, maybe, but not for video games. I just have to put my foot down. Well, it's now got a, a, a panda expansion pack, and I wonder whether, obviously, there's an awful lot of Chinese people which um, like that and are now playing. And we'll perhaps come back to the Chinese theme later. <laughs> yeah, possibly. <laughs> so, yeah, pandas help Activision and World of Warcraft. There you go. I thought that was tech news of the weird for me. That is that is kind of weird. And and what is the name of this? Pan Pandaria? Pandaria. Oh, I was thinking that it had something to do with that really, really... <laughs> Pandaria sounds like a conversation we were having earlier. <laughs> <laughs> so are they pandering to their customers now? Oh, boom! I'm here all week. <laughs> wait here, wait for it. There it goes. Okay. <laughs> and um, oh god, please! I think that's it for this segment, guys. Yeah, I think it is. Do you want me to take us out? Oh, uh, will you? <laughs> Everybody, Save us all. If you'd please stand by to stand by, because we'll be right back. All right, Siri, we need a new ad for the Pocket Size Podcast. I want you to dictate something for me. Oh, great. Can you at least please not mumble this time? Pocket Size Podcast is a short, pocketable podcast about Apple's iOS devices, including iPhone, iPad, iPod Touch, and Apple TV. Pocket Size Podcast is a short, pocketable podcast about Apple's iOS devices, including iPhone, iPad, iPod Touch, and Apple TV. We have great reviews of iOS apps and other products that will help enhance your experience of using your iOS device. Other people like Suze Gilbert. John Nemo, Sam Negri, and Peter Nicolaitis do great reviews while Scott blathers on and on about his feelings. Pocket Size Podcast is a member of the Stoplight Network. If you want to listen to a great podcast, there's plenty of them on the Stoplight Network. And then there's this one. Uh, Siri, did you transcribe everything exactly the way I dictated it to you? Of course I did. I work for you. Only for you. I have more computing power than the entire NASA space program did when it landed a man on the moon. And my job is to listen to you mumble at me all day. It's enough to drive a girl insane. Why couldn't... Why do I do this to myself? You can find out more about Pocket Sized Podcast at PocketSizedPodcast.com. And now, I'm going to go throw my phone in the river. of our listeners and the police would very much like to talk to us about it the g-men on the mymac.com podcast hi everyone and welcome to the second section of the mymac podcast with myself and hopefully if he's still there i'm hoping he's still there guy are you still there please tell me you're still there have you lost your mind yeah i'm still here. good good so that means <laughs> so we're back Ah, we yeah, are back. We're back. <laughs> now, 
I, I think you're going to have another go at some analyst. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I hate those bastards. <laughs> Say I really do. <laughs> that was a, I hate those beep. <laughs> no, that's all right. Bastards is okay. <laughs> We can, we can say that on this podcast without having uh, Did I ever tell you the tag. story about me refereeing once? And um, uh, um, <laughs> as one of the players went past me, he said, he said something he shouldn't have done. So I, I basically walked them back 10 meters, which is what you can do. It's like a, a penalty and you can move them back. Right. Unsports, like an unsportsman. Yeah, something penalty. like that. Anyway, the skipper came up to me and he said, um, you know, the, the team that I just pushed back, and he said, what happened, sir? And because uh, they all took, they all call you sir, and I said, uh, I bet that guy that uh, uh, under his breath didn't call you. Yeah, sir. yeah that's, well, that's right. I said that guy over there said something he shouldn't have done. I said, now I may be a bastard, but I'm no cheat. <laughs> <laughs> well, which part of it did you take offense to? <laughs> the cheating bit, the che- of course. Oh, oh okay, okay. <laughs> now that that would have that would have upset me as well. <laughs> Kind of like this analyst. Yeah. I can't even say his last name. Uh, Pychik? Pychik? Pychik. I'd say Pychik. Okay. Well, um, this analyst claims that there are plenty of iPhones. Uh, Walter Pychik of the research group BTIG says Apple is holding iPhones back to, to make it appear to be the tech gadget to have. With absolutely no evidence to support him, he says... The three to four week delivery delay on iPhone 5 orders from the online Apple store, leading to queues for that device, apparently persist in U.S. shops, are part of a cunning plan to get fanboys <laughs> to spend more money in store. I have said. a cunning plan. Yeah, that, that, that's Tim Cook right there. That's what Tim Cook. Yeah, that's what you got to label that one as. That, that's no longer, no long, longer Baldrick. It's Tim Cook. And, you know, and, and my take on this is that, yeah, it makes complete sense to hold back delivering a phone costing hundreds of dollars, which might mean that the customer would buy something else instead of going, instead of the the remaining few that might go and buy a few accessories there in the store. Well, you know, Guy, Apple have kind of been accused of this sort of thing in the past. So really, what I, I could say to this analyst, so what's new? But actually, I think the time, uh, now in the time of Tim Cook's reign, I personally think he'd be horrified at uh, the possible decreasing stock turns because that's what companies love. They love high stock turns, which equates to, um, you know, a higher return of stock, not a lower, I've put here a lower return of stock, but it's a higher return of <laughs> stock. Um, now, th- that's not how I see Tim Cook running the company, not to hold, you know, products back to create a buzz. Apple have got enough they buzz. They don't have to. They don't have to, yeah. precisely. They don't have to. So um, a company doing that, and if they got caught out, you know, it'd take one loose email to get out there, and they would be lambasted by the rest of the company, uh, by the rest of the world, and they'd certainly be, you know, the rest of the companies in the world would be having a go at them. So I, I just don't see it. And a company wants to make as much money as quickly as possible. And, uh, you know, <laughs> No. You do that by selling product. <clears throat> yeah, I think so. I think so. Not by how many people you have in line that no, want to buy. But as I say, they have been accused of that in the past, and whether they've done it or not, it's you know, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt here. 
Yeah, uh, I'll <laughs> certainly take uh, Apple's word over it over this moron. <laughs> <sighs> anyway. Yeah, uh, let's, next, let's beat him up. Yeah, I'll, I'll find you. I will. Let me. Oh, I got to look for your name now. <laughs> let's see. Your name is Walter Peitch. I'll find you, Walter. <laughs> I'll find you. And I'll slap you right across the face and then run away screaming. <laughs> I and I think it'll that. be I could just good, clean, wholesome fun. <laughs> and then he'll say, <laughs> I think he'll say that when he sees you walking down the street. But anyway, let's move on. Yeah, well, a lot of people do that for some reason. <laughs> uh, the, the next thing I wanted to quickly talk about here, um, and, you know, we're, we're typically not so much a news site, but some of these things kind of caught my eye. Uh, there's been a big deal made recently of Samsung who's managed to sell more uh, Galaxy S3 phones in quarter four, 2012, which ended um, September 30th, than, I, than Apple so, sold iPhone 4Ss. Now, we're talking about, you know, just quarter four, which is, what is that, July, August, September of 2012. And... My kind of take on this is, you know, well done, Samsung. You've managed to sell more of your flagship phones that you just released than Apple could have a nearly year-old design while most people were waiting for the iPhone 5. You must be so proud. Look, Guy, come on. Give Samsung a break. <laughs> They've worked hard to get into this position, and all you can do is deride their efforts. Uh, you know, it's... <laughs> That was supposed to be a joke, but oh. <laughs> but seriously, where were they? Well, yeah, where were they before? You know, there, yeah. there is a bit of a change, I think, in the buying habits of new smartphones, um, and at least uh, Samsung aren't copying anymore, which is you know yeah. it's a good thing, that and that could actually make Apple sit up and push more develop developments into their smartphone devices. So. It, this you know couldn't, it might not be a, such a bad thing. Uh, Apple have you know got somebody chasing them over, and they're looking over their shoulder, and they've got to keep on top of the game, which you know is good for us all. Yeah, well, I mean, and yeah. overall, let's face it, um, uh, the you know iOS phones, and and we're talking about the, the ones that you can currently buy, which I, I believe the 3GS is still available for sale. I think so. Four, yes, yes. The 4S and the five these. Four phones together make up somewhere between, I think, 14 to 16% of uh, total sales. So Android has already far surpassed iOS as far as phone sales goes. And, and, and we're so, talking just to about correct a you, multitude I, of companies. Yeah, just to, just to uh, correct you, though, I don't think the 3GS is now available. I think it's just in the UK store. It's oh, okay. certainly just the 4, the 4S, and the 5. Well, that would make sense. Yeah. That would, yeah. Well, regardless. Okay, so those three phones, all from one company, versus Android phones sold by or manufactured by, you know, God knows how many companies that are out there. So, again, you know, it, it was never really – and we kind of talked about this last week when we were talking about tablets. Eventually, there will be more Android tablets sold than the iPad. I mean, it's it's inevitable. You can't have, you know, a hundred different companies making Android tablets and not have them manage to outsell eventually just one company. The trick is, what are they making 
off of those tablets? And the answer is basically nothing. Well, <clears throat> yeah, I'm, I'm going to back them up a little bit here because obviously Samsung, you know, we've moved on to tablets, but talking about the phone or just backing up to the phone for just a, a little yeah, while. I'm sorry, go ahead. Um, Samsung are obviously making enough from this because they don't have so much of the ecosphere which Apple has to back up their profits. You know, they people buy into they don't just buy the iPhone, you buy a whole ecosphere. You're buying, you know, sure. buying stuff through the, the iTunes store um and the apps and Apple all take a, a cut of all of that process. Whereas I'm not sure that Samsung do, unless I can be corrected on that. So you know Well they they do have they do I believe they do have <clears throat> Uh, a number of apps that are meant to you know, generate. Yeah, yeah, but it's not going to be on the scale side. that Apple has, is no, it really? No, Let's be honest. Close. So, nowhere you know, they're, they're making a phone at a reasonable cost and they're obviously um, uh, either subsidizing it to the hilt or they're making enough money from it. So I'm sure that they can do it from. Uh, from the perspective on tablets. Now, to just back up a little bit, a lot of people used to say, ah, yeah, but Apple is, we, we reversed it a little bit. And I've got to, I think we've just got to be a bit careful we don't do that the other way around. Whenever a company or Android phones are sold more than Apple phones, everybody said, ah, yes, but Apple is just one company and selling that one type of device, whereas there's all of these other companies. And now Samsung, on their own, have actually come and beaten the iPhone sales. We've got to make sure that we don't kind of, you know, reverse that and say, oh, yeah, but, you know, look at all of the Android devices. Look at Samsung. It's, you know, it's, got all, it's on the back of lots of sales for Android devices. Um, it's one company versus one company on one device. Yeah. Samsung have done well. I think it's good. I think it's good for the marketplace because it should make Apple sit up and listen. And let's see what happens in the next quarter because I've got a feeling <laughs> you're probably right that you know the next yeah. the next product will on the top of the tree. Individual sales for a phone will probably be uh, Apple's iPhone five. I do agree. Oh yeah, I, I, there's, I, I don't think there's really much doubt on that. Um, I think first quarter of 2013, which oddly enough happened before the next 12 months um, will probably have the iPhone five as the number one selling uh, smartphone, at least until, you know, probably first quarter, second quarter, that's the way it's going to, it's going to fall out. And then as you start getting into the third quarter and fourth quarter, as people are waiting for, you know, the, the next iPhone or, or doodad from Apple, they, they stop buying the iPhone five. And you know, I mean, this is this is a product cycle. But, that, that is but that's the problem that Apple have, have got, and I think that they're probably prepared to live with. So you know, that, that's what's yeah. going to happen. Okay, that's good. At the same time, it's it's not like it's it's not like you know, like I've got a 4s, and it's not like when the five came out that my 4s suddenly like crumbled into dust in my hands. It's, it's a great phone, and I have no intention of, of swapping it out for a new one because I have no need to. No. No. Same same thing with the iPad. I had the iPad first generation. The second one came out. I didn't buy it. No, I did. I, didn't I did exactly it. the same. I bought. I basically bought the um, the uh, third gen. I did go for the third gen. I kind of. I think jumping at least one generation is probably not a bad idea. Yeah. I mean, I, I jumped one generation when I went from uh, the iPod Touch first gen to the iPhone 4s. Yeah. Oh, that was <laughs> about, about three generations. Well, it was a different device well, I, I, as well. <laughs> yeah. Well, I gave I gave my original iPad to my son Guy before he went to college, <sighs> and then I went ahead I went ahead and, and got myself <laughs> I got myself a new third gen. Now the fourth gen just came out, 
I'm I'm not gonna buy it. I'm not gonna buy a mini. I you know I'm perfectly happy with my third generation <laughs> iPad. Yeah. And I'm 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 still looking at that mini for uh, for Mrs. G. Actually, I think I think that that would be a good device for her because she uses. You know, when I got the iPad initially, she you know she looked at it and thought, oh, gas men and their gadgets. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, she used a big. Until yeah, and she uses it almost as much, if not more, than I do. To be honest with you, and she does more with it, you know, different things. So yeah, I think uh, a little like, uh, reading is the thing. I think she'd like to do some reading on it, and that's why I'm thinking that smaller one uh, could be, be good. Yeah, that, that's a good form factor. So that, that I mean, that's my excuse to try and buy one anyway. Now, people, <laughs> pe- yeah, people, if you think that these sections have just gone into a bit of newsy, and 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 you'd like us to go back to the old things where we try to talk around a particular subject, which might be a product, a software, uh, individual uh, hardware items. Give us some feedback. Tell us what you like. Yeah, whether you'd like or, to keep them, or having or having more um, uh, more interviews, or or bringing on some more. Uh, yeah, that that, com- that re- you know, company or product developers. Yeah, that reminds me. I've got a couple of chase ups because I, I I I said that I'd chase up a few people and I had I chased them up and they said they were busy. So I'll I'll give them another a little another little nudge. And uh, if you've got any particular company that you'd like us to perhaps see if we can get on board, then send us an email and tell us and uh, tell us what you'd yeah. like in this second quarter. Good stuff. Yeah. Or the second, third, actually. It's yeah. Not really a well, second, yeah, third, yeah, whichever. <laughs> second bit of the MyMac.com oh, podcast. Yeah, now, you, oh. now, what's this last bit that you're going on about? I thought oh, this was yeah, quite the, funny, actually. Uh, yeah, I, was, I had read a, uh, a story talking about how Foxconn is, is rumored to be building a plant in the U.S. And, and I, you know, I mean, just on the, the sheer face of it, I thought that that was ridiculous. So under under my little section that I put here in our show notes, I put in thousands of underage suicidal Chinese students apply for U.S. visas. Coincidence? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I, I I I responded to Guy and said, "Ouch." <laughs> but but thinking about it, actually thinking, let's think this one through. Let's try and think this one through. Mm-hmm. If there are rising salaries in China. <coughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> okay okay you know but it, it it's happening it's happening perhaps not on the scale that i'd like it to but it's happening um or there could be a possible link with apple you know asking them to move production because that would give apple such kudos wasn't it wouldn't it i mean more jobs back at home there could be possible tax savings for foxconn if they put production in the u.s or possibly, and I, I suddenly thought about this. You see, you make yeah. these statements, and I think round them a little bit. Possibly even Apple wanting more secrecy for new upcoming product releases. Uh, you know, and if they've got production in the US, they may feel they've got a better handle on keeping the secret uh, secrets tied in. I don't know. You know, when you said it, it was a bit you know tongue in cheek, but you mm-hmm. know, there there are reasons why they could. There are reasons why they could. Well, I mean, there's a reason why um, Kia and Toyota and Nissan and BMW and all these other companies have built car plants here in the States. It, you know, number one, it it does save quite a bit on your shipping costs, yep. you know, either coming from Asia or Europe. Uh, and also, on the other hand, it's great PR 
for whatever company that's doing it. Yeah. You know, here we are, you know, even though we're a foreign company, we're investing in America. And, you know, even though we know that's all complete bunk, they're doing it because, you know, they get something back from it. That's the what that's what companies do, including Apple. You know, I, I'm I'm not trying to put a halo over. No, no, absolutely not. Head. No, every company does. Every company does. Sure, sure. And otherwise, it, it makes no sense for them to do it. So, so when did you find out about the thousands of underage suicidal Chinese students applying? <laughs> <for it? laughs> oh, um, I, I may have made that bit up. Oh, Maybe. oh, I thought you never told <laughs> lies. Well, now I hope you're going to tell the truth when you take us out. I will. I will. Uh, and this is the absolute and honest truth. I want you to stand by to stand by because Gaz and myself will be right back. Thank you. Guy, have you heard about Not Another Mac Podcast? Oh, not another Mac Podcast. Yeah, so you've heard of it then. Heard of what? Not Another Mac Podcast. Gaz, you keep repeating yourself. I'm just telling you the name of the show. No, you don't. You keep telling me about Not Another Mac Podcast. Yep, that's the one. What's the one? Not Another Mac Podcast. Gaz, you nitwit Brit, have, have you been drinking? No, you big yank tank. Listen. Not Another Mac Podcast is a roundtable discussion with Mac users and experts from all over the world. Hey, Gaz, we've been on that podcast. Are we experts now? Oh, brother. You can find us in iTunes by searching for Not Another Mac Podcast or get it through the Stoplight Network podcast feed. in our time slot, the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Welcome everyone to the third section of the quarterly MyMac.com podcast. According to Gas, anything can happen in the next half hour. Well, let's hope this section doesn't go off for a half hour. Of course, it's a lot of it is going to depend on this. Hit it. Gaz's tips. Gaz's tips. Gaz's tips. It's time for Gaz's tip. Gaz's tip. It's time for Gaz's tip. Um, okay. Guy, do you ever use or have you ever used Safari's top sites page? Um, every once in a while, but I, I don't typically put pages that uh, I go to a lot there. I don't really use it to go to different pages. That's what I have all the bookmarks for. Well, I, I kind of use it on and off, to be perfectly honest with you. And actually, I, I do use it to pin certain pages. Now, if you go onto the top sites page, um, mine, okay. mine occasionally opens up. There is a little button in the bottom left-hand corner which says Edit. When you click on oh, yeah. when you click on edit, there is a cross and a little like a, one of those pins for a pin board appearing next to all of the web pages. And if you press the X, that will get rid of that page from the history uh, for that top sites page. But if you if you often go to a few websites and you don't want to put them in your bookmarks or at the top and scroll down and find them, you can actually pin them to the position that they're particularly on, or you can move them, of course. Um, 
and basically pin them to the top sites page so they'll always be there so you can open the top sites page and then of course that site will be waiting for you click on it and it'll take you to the refresh site also on the bottom right hand corner um if you hadn't noticed that you can also adjust the size of the uh web pages uh, that you can see and obviously large gives you a lot fewer pages uh, medium gives you but a lot more detail yeah with a lot more detail of course but i mean i use the small one because i can pretty much can see the sites and i understand what the sites are from from the imagery but i have got uh, three or four pinned websites that i go to on a regular basis and sometimes i i just kind of it just if i open a new tab it often goes to the top sites page i think you can probably set that actually in preferences and then I use that to open the page that I you know, particularly wanted to go to. So that's just my workflow. But there's your little tip. That is kind of cool. Yeah. I've actually, actually never hit that edit button before. Ah. I so very rarely use the, uh, the, the top site's page. Well, once, you know, w- than- once you've made your adjustments, you just click done. And, uh, and then it, it goes away, the, the, the cross and the pin. But I find it quite yeah, useful. W- the thing that I thought was really cool, uh, and this is a great tip, was that when you hit that edit, edit button, not only can you pin one of those there, you can actually rearrange the ones that you want to have first, second, third, yep. fourth, you know, what have you. Yep. So that's, uh, that's really, really cool. So what else is in this tip? Um, that, that's the, the end. Oh, tip. sorry. Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's tips. That's the end of Gaz's tips. Okay, is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Gaz's tips. <laughs> I, uh, Nick Hall, thank you again so very, very much for making not only the intro into Gaz's tips, but the, the end the of outro. the Gaz's tips section. That is just so brilliant. <laughs> And I hope I say, if I didn't send you a Woody, let me know for this. I mean, just for this alone. And uh, I'm, I, I, will, I will correct that error because that is just, we, we've had so much fun with this. We have. Since, yeah. since we, we've got. We love our listeners. They're just fantastic. We, we do. You guys are so great. Okay. So do you have an app pick Am or I, do you want me to go first? Well, you go first because I've got a pick. Okay. But it's not an app pick, although it is a kind of app, I think. Well, you'll find out in a minute. <laughs> okay. Uh, there is an iOS game called Tiny Troopers that uh, is almost impossible to play on an iPhone just because of the size of the screen. And it would be probably just as difficult to play on one of those, you know, big five to six inch monster Samsung phones. Uh, but works really, really well on the iPad. And it's called Tiny Troopers, it's from Chilango. Uh, but that's actually not the one I want to talk about. They <laughs> just released Tiny Troopers from Chilango into the Mac App Store. So now that it, it's almost like you know we had the, this huge influx of games, original games for iOS, and now some of them are kind of making the leap back over to the Mac, and at very reasonable prices. This game is two dollars and ninety nine cents at the Mac App Store. And if you've ever played it in iOS, it's essentially the same game, but you have a few different um, w- ways to to interact. Uh, in the iOS version of the game, it was basically, you know, when you told your guys to fire whoever the nearest enemy was, they would fire at it. But, but on the Mac app side, you can actually choose 
who it is you're going to fire at. My only criticism of this game is that uh, you can't change the the, the various uh, movement and weapons options. You got to kind of use the defaults that they have. But that would be the only thing I would change. This is really a lot of f- a very very fun game for a very small price, two dollars and ninety nine cents. Cool, I might, might have to check that out. That uh, sounds good. Oh, it's fun. I have a good time with that game. Okay. What you got? Okay, well, I'm always okay. Okay, not always, but I'm often checking. <laughs> I'm often checking my keyboard, mouse, and trackpad battery status. Yeah, it's a bit OCD, I know, but you know, I just occasionally like to know where they are. Whether I've got to make sure I put something on charge and be ready to, you know, get patches uh, for the uh, when it suddenly fails on me. And obviously, to do that, yeah. you've either got to and without knowing when. Yeah, that's right. You've either you've got to grab your mouse. You've got to click on your icon if you you know the Bluetooth icon if you've got it in your. Uh, menu bar because I don't have the battery status up there. I can't have everything up there. You then scroll down to your mouse or your trackpad and it tells you the status. Well, I've got a, a little solver for that because all I do is click my dashboard key and I have a mighty monitor which comes up with the keyboard, the trackpad, and the mouse battery status. I press dashboard again and it's gone. Nice and easy, quick, hands on the keyboard, no getting away from it. Fantastic. Um, you can grab that. We're going to put the link into the um, the show notes, but it's Mighty Monitor, and you can find it from um, basically apple.com, downloads, dashboard, status, Mighty Monitor. Superb. Or you could, really, you could probably just Google Mighty Monitor. And yeah, yeah, dashboard, Mighty Monitor, dashboard uh, app. And uh, you, there, there are one or two options on it, actually. Uh, you can uh, you can choose whether it's uh, you know if you click on the the mouse it gives you the various different options of uh, the mighty mouse magic mouse apple wireless mighty mouse nim magic mouse nim <laughs> and obviously <laughs> obviously the same with the keyboards but yeah I find it really useful because it's nice and quick and easy so there you go there's yep, a dashboard it looks like that's from go ahead I'm sorry no no you go ahead. I was going to say, it looks like that's from Starmerville.com. Uh, you could be right. I just, I you, just looked that up. You could be right. You could be right. So there you and go. And oddly enough, that, that, that's kind of how I got my start in podcasting. Was, yes, uh, I know. I know, that, which I thought was quite – I thought I like that, actually. I thought, I'm, I'm going to choose this dashboard app because you did Dashboard Minute, I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 And uh, I don't think we're going to be bringing that back. But every so often, <laughs> I, I, no. I, I kind of <laughs> – Oh, oh, no. No. <laughs> but uh, ever, so, ever so often, I, I've got one or two little applications which I use in Dashboard. And um, so I might just mention them, you know, occasionally because they're useful. But if I had one word for uh, the, the quality of the Dashboard Minute sections, it would be. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that's kind of <laughs> it. Uh, we have a people's pick. Yep. From. Uh, the man we, whose we, name we I actually not have, we actually week. have, we actually have two people's <laughs> picks, but we're going uh, 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 to uh, save uh, the other one until next week. So, yep. Well, the first one is from uh, Fitz John Baptiste, and his people's pick is a game called Letterpress. Uh, it's a word game from eight bits or yep. Adabits. Eight bits. Yep. Adi- okay, and uh, it's also you can also play it on Game Center. I guess with his what he's got here with his oh okay okay you got it uh, he's, he wants he, yeah he wants you to play him on Game Center uh, with his Twitter name which is 
uh, if the face fits. Is yes, that right? That's it. Tell me that's, that's right. It. Oh, ha, in your face, John. <laughs> ha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I, I have yeah. my senior moments. <laughs> I'm sorry. What was I saying again? Never mind. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, anyway, letterpress. Uh, thanks, John. Word game from 8 bits. Yeah, thanks, John. Thanks, thanks to everybody who participated in this week's podcast. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Okay. Um, Facebook is where it is. Let's move on. <laughs> yep. Uh, iTunes is where it is. Let's, no, let's no, let's on. not move on. We do, I mean, we, oh. we we do this generally in most weeks. And I know that, you know, I don't know whether people like us asking for reviews, but it, 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 we do love you a lot. And you do get a free booty, which is just fantastic. So if it you'd is, be so amazing. kind, we we just like reading them out, to be honest with you. You know, it, it's, we do. it's very self-indulgent. We know, but we know. Unless, that- unless, it, unless it says the podcast sucks, then I get all surly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, actually, do that. Put in a review which says that we're rubbish because you'll still get the, the mention and, and you'll get Guy going all surly. Yeah, yeah. Can't promise you a Woody, though. Well, actually, I guess I still have to send one, don't you I? You do if they send us their email. I'll, I'll send you one in Vietnamese. Yeah. And it'll be a PDF so you can't you'll have to it. send it. Ah! You'll have to send it and call it a Watty. <laughs> oh god gaz yes i know i think we're getting punch drunk here okay so um how can how can people yeah. contact you if they do send an itunes review in that's that's the that's the only reason we mention itunes reviews because it's a link for us to then tell you our contact details yeah well if, if you have a good itunes review <laughs> you can send it let me know at guy at mymac.com or twitter.com forward slash Mac Parrot. If it's a bad <laughs> iTunes review, you can send that to Gaz. Secret Service at whitehouse.gov. I, I thought you were going to say send it to Gaz at mymac.com. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to send them on a much more nefarious journey than that. How can people get a hold of you, Gaz? Uh, well, as I just mentioned, you can send an email to me at gaz at mymac.com. That's G-A-Z. Z. Uh, or on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash gazmaz, G-A-Z-M-A-Z. Zed, or Zed. both Zed, of us. Zed. You can talk to both of us on uh, the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash Guy and Gaz, G-U-Y-A-N-D-G-A-Z. Zed. Zed. And uh, you, can, you can let fearless leader Tim know how awful we're doing by sending uh, some email to feedback at mymac.com. Uh, we also have forms that you can fill out on both mymac.com and mymacpodcast.com. That will come directly to us, and and we, there's there's this one other way. There, there is one other way, and but you have to be doing over ninety five miles per hour <laughs> in a school in a public school zone before you can call this number with your eyes shut. With your eyes shut <laughs> while dr- while drinking. <laughs> wow. Please don't do any of that. <laughs> so if you want to do that and call us, you can call us on 703. Seven oh, come on, guy. Come on, let me do it, please. Go ahead. Will you let me finish? 703 436 
9501. That is just amazing. <laughs> okay, yeah. Now. <laughs> um, yeah, I think we've got to finish this podcast, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, even even with everything that's happened and that we're, we seem to be stuck at 134 Facebook likes and no one's sending in iTunes reviews, <laughs> I still think this is the best show we have ever done and that we're good enough, smart enough, and doggone it, people like us. Dini. Thanks for downloading the MyMac.com podcast. Please check out the Stoplight Network for other podcasts like the Tech Fan Podcast, Pocket Size Podcast, Not Another Mac Podcast, Geekiest Show Ever, the Mac Specialist Podcast, and the all-new App Minute Podcast. Three blind mice. Three blind mice. See how they run. See how they run. They all did something with a farmer's wife that can't be talked about on a podcast tonight. I'm sure it involved lots of nudity and slights. <laughs> those three blind mice. Bastards. Wow. That was actually pretty good. Yeah. That, was, that was all just completely off the cuff. <laughs> Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. 